Yo, what's going on everybody? It is 3 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. Back at home now. You can see we've got like all the kids stuff back on the walls. And uh, I'm trying a couple of different new setups for the live stream because I have to do new setups for the live stream. We're not in New Vienna, Iowa anymore. How's everybody doing today? It is weird to do the intro from Chicago. Because I don't think I had, I don't, I don't remember what, how I was starting off the live stream before. I think that was something that I kind of started doing in Iowa, but uh, here we are. I think I, I set up everything a little while ago when I was feeling, I guess, I think a little bit more energetic. So everything is set up for me to sit up tall, but now I'm a little bit more tired and I feel like everything's really tall for me now. So I'm trying to get this thing set up nice and we'll see how's it going. All right, today I didn't run, but uh, I am going to go run after the live stream. I'll talk about it in a second. But first, I want to welcome everybody listening on the podcast audio-only version. Hope you guys are having a good run. And everyone watching this on YouTube after the fact, welcome. Today, I've got uh, a little bit of noon in a ball jar. You guys, we've talked about this before. Why I call them ball jars? That's the name of it. They're ball. B-A-L-L. So I got some noon in a ball jar. <sighs> good way to start the live stream. All right, who do we got here? We got Carlos. He's got the first comment. First one waiting here today. And I, we are in Chicago now at home. Jonathan says, hey there, missed you guys. Hope everything went well with the moving. Yeah, I think everything went well. Uh, and I guess I'll talk about that a little bit more now. So uh, yesterday uh, I went back twice. You guys saw the, I think many of you, got probably, many of you guys probably saw the video already. Um I did two trips back to get kind of everything else we would need to hold us over until at least like the summer, as far as the stuff that we had accumulated over there. So uh, we got everything we need. I didn't run yesterday, so that was a day off. And today I was still waiting on my COVID test results because uh, my understanding of the way the rules are in Chicago now are if you're coming from basically anywhere that's not Chicago, when you get here, you're supposed to quarantine for 10 days or if you have a negative COVID test result a certain amount of time before arriving, then you don't have to do the 10-day quarantine. We're probably pretty much going to be doing like a 10-day quarantine, but I did want to go running and I wasn't sure if running would count as an exception to quarantine. It didn't seem like it. So that's why we got our, our COVID test results today. I had to call in and then we had to figure some stuff out and there was some mix up, but eventually we finally got to the results and I am negative, which I assume I knew I would be. And my wife was too. So now I can go running. So I'm going to go running today. Right now it's snowing. So I feel like it's a perfect time to go for a run in Chicago. And I think everything else is going fine, except for the fact that now we have like, uh, we, I mean, we spread out, we blew up, exploded in terms of like stuff we were accumulating in Iowa and now we're cramming it all back in. So we went, we're like taking our, an Iowa sized lifestyle and putting it into a Chicago sized apartment. So we're having a little bit of trouble there and uh, we got some pairing down to do, but otherwise things went well. We got a delivery of groceries uh, yesterday during the day. So we're kind of getting back into the swing of things. My daughter is in virtual school today and seems to be doing just fine. So we're here. Philip says, hi, everyone. And how does it feel to be back in Chicago? Uh, it feels a little bit weird. The, one of the building maintenance guys was like giving me a hard time yesterday. And um, I think it's kind of, he didn't recognize me with the long hair and then a mask on. And he's like, wait, what unit are you? And, I, and so I told him, my unit. he's like, oh, you've been gone a long time. I'm like, yeah. I think he was like, oh, never mind. Uh, I feel like, you know, he was talking to me like I just like moved into the building. And I was like, no, no, man, I've been here for a dozen years. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, I think everyone forgot who I am. Uh, all the dogs, I don't like recognize any of the dogs in the building anymore. I mean, a couple I do, but a lot of them I don't. I just don't know any of these people. The, the security guy downstairs, I don't know who that guy is. You know, it's just... It's the same. It's the same place I've been living for the last dozen years, and yet it's like it just feels different. You know, I don't know. Uh, I think it'll be weirder. I don't know if it'll be weirder or become more normal as I start to kind of like see like the old stomping grounds. It'll be weird to see what it's like to go out for a run today. I'm not really sure what to bring out there with me. It's snowing, but it's like 30 degrees, so I'm like that seems warm compared to what I've been running in, and uh, I don't know if it's going to be like salted and plowed or if it's going to be sloppy and messy i just have no idea so it'll be an adventure 
Albert Long is here, says, watch the vlog today. Glad to see the movement smoothly. Thanks. Uh, and Inna says, uh, I bet you are looking forward to a lakeside running it. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, I'm not I'm not really sure what to expect out there. I mean, I've been seeing people's pictures uh, from their Instagram. So, I mean, people are running out there. And you're allowed to run there now. You just can't hang out there, uh, which isn't as much of a problem in the winter, unless you have kids. But um, at least you can, you know, exercise there. So that's, so that's good. Uh, and... Albert says, I'm surprised you didn't stop by the cornfields for a bathroom break. I mean, I thought about it on, on the road trip, but at no point did it ever get to be that much of an emergency. So, And nothing that I ate disagreed with me, so I was okay. Casey says, welcome home. Cold in Massachusetts today. Great weather for a run in the woods. Yeah, I, I won't be running in woods for a while. I mean, I guess now that I got the, 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 you know, the clean bill of health um, and I don't have to necessarily quarantine, you know, my running buddy was like, let's go for a run if you feel comfortable with it. And I'm like... I haven't had to think about that in seven months. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. Because uh, he lives up by the North Branch Trail up here. And so that would be woods. But other than that, I, I'm not. I'm going to be doing a lot of just running along the lakefront. Because even city running, I'm prob since the lakefront path is available, I probably won't be running the surface streets around here. Maybe like on a weekend just to get a different uh, set of scenery. But I don't know. It's going to be a long time since I see some more woods. And Chris says, man, it feels good to be home. It does. It does in a lot of ways. I mean, I missed my couch over there. I really missed the couch. It's a good couch. I mean, my mother-in-law, they have very comfortable furniture, very, very comfortable furniture, but it's not, it's not, it's not our furniture, you know, so it's a little bit different. So it's nice to, to lounge on the couch a little bit, drink some coffees and, uh, you know, do a lot of that stuff. Um, I saw, oh, let's go back to Ennis. Ennis, I don't know if you guys follow him on Instagram, but his dog is running again and his dog has little booties on and the dog's shoes have vibram vibram right not vibram i used to call it vibram it's vibram has vibram outsoles believe it or not it's amazing it's pretty cool um chris mclean says i bet you're a knackered after all that driving but bet you're also glad to be home yeah it was, i mean i'm glad to get it like out of the way so that that's not like kind of hanging over us or like oh i wish we had this this and that i i mean pretty much everything I mean, I could think of a couple of things already that I'm like, ah, I left that in round three and I should have brought it. But, you know, nothing that's the, anything that's in that category, I can just buy another one or get another one or live without it, you know. So it's good to be home. But, you know, it's going to be difficult for a little while um, because there isn't really anything for the girls to do. Now, my wife and I both have negative test results. So, like, for children and the way that the Chicago kind of rules are right now, if the parents in the household have negative test results, then it's presumed that the kids do as well. So, like, we could go for, like, a walk. But there's, like, a voluntary stay-at-home, not order, advisory or something like that. So, like, I don't really want to be hanging out outside, but, like, you know, maybe we'll take them out for, like, walking the dog. But it's going to be very different for them. Um, so I'm a little bit concerned about how that's going to hold up after, like, a week, two weeks, three weeks. But, you know, it's nice to just kind of, like, be at home. I think the girls are really, like, not that they missed their toys or that they picked their toys over, you know, being at grandma's house. But like, I think they were just, I mean, I think them playing with toys I hadn't seen in a while is like their version of like, oh, this is my couch, you know, that I'm going to run along the lakefront. I think that's their version of that. So I think we are. Um, yeah. Cal runs Boulder says, really applaud you for taking precautions to keep your family and others safe. So many are acting like there's no pandemic anymore. I mean, I think, you know, I think that's what people are talking about. That's what some people are talking about when they talk about pandemic fatigue. Other people, when they talk about pandemic fatigue, they're tired of being lectured about how they're not being careful. But there are some people that are really like, you know, yeah, we don't really need to do that. We've turned the corner. Uh, even reasonable people, I think, are still thinking that. And I think it's very easy to, to fall into that. Um, just because it's been so long. But, um, you know, I feel like, I feel like you know, we're, we're coming, we're, we're getting there we're getting closer so i just want to make sure we're still um you know six months from now i would rather say oh man we were way more careful than we needed to be then we were just a little not careful enough so that's kind of how i see it you know all right we got uh dr josh is in here what up fam what's going on everybody matt, matt titan productions is, is ready for some lakefront runs yeah we'll see i mean 
It's like I'm trying not to make like too big of a deal of the first one, but I'm like really excited to go back. I haven't had one in out there since it's been almost a year, I guess. It's been a long time. All right, Martha says, Mike is saying Calvin, Calvin's Kyron's Boulder. Sorry, uh, giving you kudos for being responsible. Watch you eating snacks while on the treadmill was fun. Amazing what entertains when on the treadmill. Yeah, I mean, um, I was uh, I was like, man, I've had two kind of like really weird videos in a row. So if anyone has subscribed recently, welcome. But like they're not normally it's like running gorilla running videos. And I was worried I was really worried about it because over the weekend, you know, I didn't see you guys because one of it because we were moving, but the other was because I did the Rambling Runner Virtual Summit. So I was like, oh, we had a, a decent number of people show up. Uh thank you for everyone that did if you're here. And I was like, oh, what if they don't know who I am? And then now they subscribed. And the first two videos that they watched were like 20 minutes of running in the snow, no talking, just set to music, and then like 20 minutes of eating junk food in a car. Like they're they're gonna be like, who is this guy? But you know, uh, you know the videos come out when they come out, so that you know I do have some control over it. But uh, you know, this is what it is, and I'm glad I'm glad it's entertaining. <laughs> That's what I was worried about. It started to get, I mean, at, at the end, I kind of skipped like the last four hours of the trip. But um, I uh, I was like, you know, at, at this point, it just seems really like it started to get really mechanical. And I was like, ah, I, I, I've like, I only have so many stories of, of driving these roads. I can only keep it. I was like, I'm running out of material. So I had to, I had to like kind of cut it short. <laughs> Jody's here. What's going on, Jody? Good to see you again. And, um... <laughs> and and Kel says watching uh, Mike eating his snacks in the cart inspired me to pop some popcorn before the last year. Awesome, <laughs> that's fun. And um, yeah, video says co-putting those trucker miles. Don't know how they do it. Runners plus driving equals sleepy. Yeah, you know what that you know what that reminds me. Of? Oh, I totally forgot. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on her name. There's a woman out there. She has a very small YouTube channel. It's got m m maybe a thousand, maybe not even a thousand subscribers. But she is a woman, truck driver, runner. That's her YouTube channel. It used to be a lot more about like ultra trail running, and it shifted a little while ago. Um, and a lot of her videos are like, I'm at this rest stop in the middle of nowhere. Here's where I parked. There's showers here. Here's where I ran. It was a 5K. It was a 10K or whatever. And like, if you're ever in this area coming through, this is a good place to stop and get your run in. She's like, not too hilly. This one's a little... So it's amazing. It's an amazing um, uh, channel. I'm like, that's got to be a super, super small niche, like female trucker runners. But I'm like, I hope she has 100% like penetration in, in that in that field. Um, but it's a, it's a really interesting channel. And every time I'm like, how are you doing this? Like, how are you eating? How are you fueling? And how are you just like, how do you, I mean, the first, if I sit down after a run, I fall asleep. But if my job were to then drive a truck, oh man, that's so hard. I was just driving, I didn't even run yesterday. It was my first rest, rest day in a long time. So it was amazing. But I, I'll figure out what that uh, woman's uh, YouTube channel is. I'll go look at my subscriptions and I'll find it and I'll put it in the description of this video. Um, so you guys can uh, check it out if you guys are, if you guys are, not, it doesn't have to be female, but if you're a trucker and runner at the same time, then I think it's something. Or if you're, if you're just doing road trips, it could be some interesting information to have. She just went to the Salt Flats and ran there. It was amazing. Pretty cool. All right. Uh, Adrian says, glad to have you back in Chicago. I'm like, ah, oh, look at that. I know this view right here. I know exactly where that is. That's pretty close to where I am. Awesome. Pretty cool, Adrian. Javelite says, I thought I had a long day when we took my daughter back to school on Sunday. Just over two and a half hours each way with a quick meal in the car in the middle. Well, I mean, taking the daughter back to school, that's a, that's a whole different level of activity. I, I, um, you know, my wife was like, are you sure you want to do this? Can you handle this? I'm like, you know, I'm going to be up. I mean, I don't mind driving a long time. And I mean, I love my kids, but like if I can traveling without kids is just so much easier than traveling with kids. That, I mean, it just becomes like an order of magnitude easier. So I was like, yeah, this, this is a lot easier. And then like I was by myself, which sometimes is hard. But for me, it was just like I put on an audiobook and I was just going. I put it on cruise control and I was set. I was set. And I had a bag full of snacks. So I was good. I was good. But it was a long, it was a real long day. 
Philip uh, Bourne said, bet his glutes were ready for retirement after all that driving. You know what? My hips were super tight by the end of the day. I was like, I like couldn't move. So I'm going to have to have an extra long like warm-up session today. Make sure glutes are activated, hips are opened up, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Jake Peterson, what's going on? Jake says, hello from the UK. Second time catching the live stream from the start. Awesome. Welcome. All right, I'm going to scroll down because I think I'm way behind you guys. All right. Um, let's see. <laughs> Dave says, 20 minutes of uh, running in the snow plus 20 minutes of eating junk food sounds like an entrepreneur's life. <laughs> That is, that is, that sounds good. You know, um, I mean, I've, I've been telling you guys that I have a pretty strong gut and that I don't have, um, a lot of GI issues, but like, especially since a lot of the junk food was like near the expiration date or slightly past it. I mean, I feel like I've, you know, I think I've, I feel like I've proven my point there. So I, I, you know, it gives me kind of not, I mean, I'm not saying like being able to eat rotten food is, does not a good ultra runner make, but, uh, and I don't want to jinx it now that I'm, talking about it so knock on wood i continue to not have problems but i do feel like you know my my secret strength might be you know like i always feel like everyone has a superpower that they have no idea that they have i think mine might be mine that i didn't know but that i figured out already is that I, it, heel drop doesn't matter to me i can alternate go from zero drop to 12 millimeter drop and it just i feel the difference but it doesn't bother me that's one weird you know strength i have i guess which comes into comes useful in a very 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 specific set of circumstances but i think the other one is you know i think i'll be able to eat and run a lot so like i don't know what 2021 is going to bring race wise but i do hope that there's a 100k in my future i would like to run a 50k at least like an official one like one with like a medal in it but you know at the end so i'd like to do that and maybe 100k depending on how the channel does by the end of the year but um you know, so so we'll see if if my stomach can continue to hold up. Um, <laughs> JC says runners in cars eating junk food sounds like an idea for a show. Uh, I think that could work. I mean, I think there's just something about the car that is very conversational. The unfortunate part is that you're in a car, and so like the, it's hard to get good audio like at the, on the highway. But um, hopefully, it wasn't the audio wasn't too bad. Gulshan Paul says hello everyone. I hate driving. <laughs> I'm normally not a big fan of it. Um, like driving in the city, uh, I'm, I, I detest it. It's super annoying. Uh, Bowie says, making a Parmesan and herb bread on Sunday. Do you think I could do it in the air fryer? Yeah, I think you could do it. Um, I would say that like you're going to have to... Are you all right? Okay, sorry, my daughter's here. Um, I would say that you probably are going to want to watch the temperature and the time that you're cooking in. Um, you're going to want to reduce the amount of time and, and the, the duration of time. I don't know exactly what the conversion numbers are, but if you like Google it, people will kind of, there's kind of rules of thumb. Like you reduce the temperature by so much percent and the time by so much percent, but I think you could do it. But if you have like for a Parmesan and herb bread, depending on what it is, you know, if you have an oven with convection in it, I think that will also do a pretty good job as well. Mm. see let's scroll, scroll down um then when i said 100k would certainly be a way to test the stomach yeah i mean you're definitely going to need some meals in that i mean at that length you know a 50k you know is really not i mean it's longer than a, a marathon but it's 8k longer so it's different and if it's on the trails it's very different but like a hundred K is just a whole different beast. And so I'm very intimidated by the distance. So we'll see. Um, yeah. AK trail running in South Tyrol says, go run some trail ultras, Kofusi. You can handle them. Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, I've been watching a lot of Ryan Clayton's videos and he keeps going to all these events. Some of them are, which are somewhat local, you know, like in the Southern Indiana kind of area. And so I'm like, that's not that much farther for me to go. Um, so like, you know, if he can find some that are in the area, I can do it. Um, like towards the end of the year, there's the Mines of Spain, which is an ultra that's in, that's in Dubuque, 
like where, near where my in-laws are. And so that's a, I think they do a 100K and a 100 mile race on that weekend. So I'm, you know, that could be, I mean, that might be the one. Um, there's a decent amount. I think there's about a thousand feet of elevation per 10 miles. So it's a decent amount for me, but I think that would be a good one to do if I remember it correctly. So, I mean, there's, there's some options. I'm, I've been looking, I've been looking. Nubetra says, I just got back from an easy five mile and treated with those giant snowflakes that look like confetti. Nice. Yeah. The snowflakes here have been like, been puffy to like very small. It's been changing, getting some accumulation. So I'm thinking I might need some trail shoes out there today. Might go with the peg trails just cause I don't know what everything's going to be like out there on the lake. So we'll see. I just hope I don't fall in today. <laughs> um, yeah, Stevie 76 says about the food, it's like there's a sell-by date versus expiration date. Yeah, there's certainly a difference there. I'm not really sure. Do foods have an expiration date anymore? I think they all just have sell-by dates. I do think most of the food that I ate yesterday was past its sell-by date, <laughs> that being said. But none of it was bad. Some of it, the, the, all, the sunflower butter sandwich did not taste quite right. And the jelly that was in it, it was strawberry jelly, but it was very, it was not the right color. It was a little bit too, like, light pink. So there was something off about it, but, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, Jana says you should do some quality mobility session. I mean, that was going to be the video for today until I got the negative COVID test. And I was like, nope, I'm just going to go run. But that was going to be the day of, like, I did a day's worth of mobility, which I didn't do, but I still probably should have done anyway. <laughs> Hopefully I won't be regretting that later. But yeah, I'll do some extra stretching because I just did not move at all yesterday. Jeff Elliott says he's focusing on the November marathon, but would love to drive around and camp and run 50Ks and 50 milers. Yeah, I mean, sounds fun. Mm, David Litzone, didn't know this was on, so happy one on YouTube. Awesome. Good to see you, David. Scott said, whose car did you drive in? Uh, I mean, it's, I mean, technically it's still my in-law's car, but we're buying it from him. So that's the car we've been driving in all summer. Mm, Jeff Elliott tried to do some biscuits. Where did that go? Um, hmm, I don't know where it went. Oh, my mom's here. Oh, here we go. Jeff Elliott says, I tried to do frozen biscuits in the air fryer. It was my first failure. Overcooked outside and doughy inside. Temp was too high. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Kwang Lee says, hello from Canada. I love your videos. Awesome. Thanks for watching. Good to see everybody. If anyone's new here, welcome. I'd love to hear where you're coming in from um, if you want to do that. And if anyone has a running question, feel free to put it in there because um, then uh, I'll be able to answer it. There's no structure today. I will be doing a little bit of an unboxing because I do have some packages here that we could take a look at. Um, and I don't know what one of them is. I mean, I know what it is because I could see the outside, but one got sent to me by a brand. So we'll see what's in there. Um, all right. Uh, Mark Tankova says, was the Hoka Mach 4 there when you arrived? It wasn't. But here's the thing that happened. So I'm not sure what happened with the um, person I was interacting with. They, you know, they said they were going to send me a, uh, a Carbon X2 and a Mach 4. And then I, but I didn't see the email because I wasn't responding to emails quickly enough. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, which address did you send it to? He's like, I sent it to your address. I'm like, oh man, no, I'm in, I'm in Iowa right now. And so he's like, let me see if I could stop the order. Um, it looks like it's been picked, but maybe I can stop it from getting sent out. I think what ended up happening was it didn't, it, the order just stopped. And I don't think it ever got resumed because um, my mother-in-law or texted us today and was like some packages came for me and i was like oh packages came today oh man like of all the day if they'd come like yesterday i know yesterday was a holiday so um there wasn't a postal service mail but like if they'd come yesterday i could have just picked them up um but uh a mach 4 was in there but my carbon x2 did arrive but they're in iowa uh as did uh from believe in the run it finally made it i think it got lost and then they finally found it thankfully um the uh the um craft shoes so my mother-in-law has both of those now she's sending them out to me so we'll have those probably next week at some point so but there's no mock fours but we'll 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 get we'll get to those we'll still i'll still get to them i haven't run in a mock before last year's i heard good stuff about it so we'll uh 
we'll see uh we'll see how it goes this year and mick mr mclovin says hey what happened to your bike it's in it's in my father-in-law's garage or my, my in-law's garage it's still in there and then the spin bike we left there too uh, you know, I thought I would end up using it when like weather got really nasty over there, but it got bad, but I didn't have any days where, I mean, like if it got a little bit colder where I needed the ski goggles, I think I would have hit the bike a little bit more, but I ended up never needing to use the spin bike. And the regular bike is still over there as are my kids' bikes and my wife's bike. So we got to, we got to get to those. Um, you know, hopefully, I mean, we'll see what happens this summer. I don't know where we'll be, but maybe we'll use in the summer or, you know, I got nieces and nephews over there too, so I'm like, if they want, if anyone needs a bike, you can use a bike. So that kind of thing. Um, Joey says, big question when doing final trip. Did you visit the cornfield one last time? I didn't, because I felt like I'd gotten it taken care of. The last two runs that I did in Iowa, um, for whatever reason, um, I had to poop like the exact same spot. So I picked one side to get one cornfield, and then the other side of the street the next day. Uh, to get the other cornfield, so I felt like I had my, I said my goodbyes in a lot of very appropriate and I guess inappropriate ways. <laughs> um, and Jared Nord Blum says, uh, "What I learned from running for almost 12 hours, it's really hard to get enough calories after six hours. It feels like nothing is enough." Yeah, I, I have a feeling that's going to happen to me. But we'll see. <sighs> um, let's see. Aka says. Just completed an 80K trail race last week, and the woman winner, placing fourth overall, did not stop on, at any aid station. What? That is incredible. Wow. All right. And Martha says, Kofuzi, it will seem so easy to run on a non-snowy surface. After all, that snow running let us know if Jabba is still in residence. Yeah, Jabba's the other way. The lake is that way. Jabba's that way. And that's probably a direction I won't go. Um, not for a while. I mean, I might just to see if he's out there if like a, for a morning run because he was normally there in the mornings. So, and the restaurants have been closed lately. So, like, he's still going to be in his normal spot. I think he'll still be there. I mean, they're close to, like, in-person dining. Although, I swear I saw people eating inside the other day. Anyway. All right. Let's do, um, let's do some of these unboxings. So, first thing is, I thought I would show this to you guys because I've never seen one of these before. I mean, the box shows what it is. Um, I don't think I'm going to do a review of it. Hopefully I never need to use it, but it's one of those like car jumper things. And so the car that we have, it's, um, it's a 2016. So it's a little bit older and, uh, we did just replace the battery, but I don't know if you guys remember, but I mentioned that like the other day, like our car battery died. So I'm nervous that I'll have like car issues when I'm here in Chicago, you know, away from the benefit of my in-laws who have like one of every tool and know how to do everything. So I thought, you know, I gotta be somewhat self-sufficient. So I've ordered this. Oh, it comes with a case. Nice. So it's one of those things where you plug it in and I'm gonna just leave this in the car. And it says it has an hour of like trickle charge to it or like it'll stay charged for a year. So I only need to use it. Um, and Derek Dixon said, would love to know the story of you getting sent this. No, I just bought this. I bought this. This one I bought with my own money. So it's got it's got a compass in this? For I mean, I don't know what kind of emergency I'm going to need where I need a compass. If I need a compass, I'm really in trouble. Because I don't really know how to use a compass. Um, and yeah, I'd just be in trouble in a lot of ways. But it's got a flashlight in it. Um, you can charge your devices with it, but you can also jump a car with it too. So this has like engine start. So you turn it on this thing and there's cables in here, which I will eventually figure out how to use. But, you know, I thought I, I and I checked the um, Amazon like comments and questions to see if anyone had specifically like mentioned like this car type. And they were like, yep, I, I jumped my uh, Dodge Journey a couple times. And so also in this bag, there's like these things to jump the car with. So in case I ever need it, I got all this. Oh man, now I can't get any of the stuff back in this case. Oh boy. All right. So there's that. So hopefully I never need it, but that's what it does. Has anyone ever used one of those before? Uh, stick, on, stick on a tree. I've had to use that many times, unfortunately. It's very simple to use. And great battery backup for your phone should you get stranded. Yeah, see, so like I'm thinking I can use it to jump the, or try to jump the car. If the car doesn't work, then I could charge my phone with it. It's got a flashlight. 
and then I can rely on my phone's maps rather than the built-in compass. But, I mean, I guess it's something that's made for emergency, so I guess it's okay to have a compass. Here's another package I got from Reebok. I don't know what's in here, but this box got beat up on the way over. But this, like, arrived, like, as I was packing the car, like, not yesterday, but the first day. So, um, I was kind of, on the one hand, I was, like, annoyed. I'm like, ugh, I had to come right now. The car's already full. But on the other hand, I was like, well, at least I got it now. And I won't have to, like, have my mother-in-law send it to me. But let's see what's in here. Now, they had mentioned that they were going to send me some apparel. And I don't know if it was, like... First, I want to get this back in the case. I'm trying to do that. Um, and they had talked about it, and they had sent me like, "Hey, like, let us know which one of these you're interested in." And it was like really basic sketches, like as if if I had tried to make a sketch, and I was basically like, "I don't know how I'm supposed to tell what either of these things are, other than like one is a pant and one is not a pant." Uh, I think that's kind of in there. I mean, I guess I'm going to need to take it all out to charge it soon anyway, so that's fine. I can't get it. This is as close as I could get. So, let's see what's in this Reebok box. Alright. Oh. So we've got a hoodie. This is really heavyweight. It's giant. What size is this? This is like for an enormous human being, not me. Um, it's a medium, but it's the CLND hoodie, casual, meteor gray, M-E-T-E-O-R, gray. It's oversized, so it's intentionally big, but yeah, so I'm going to be swimming in this thing. But it is very heavyweight, warm on the inside, so should be super cozy. Looking forward to that. And then... All right, we've got a couple more things here. And a t-shirt. I think all these things are gonna be big. So a t-shirt with like the old school logo. Whenever I see like this little Reebok logo, I think of like Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq shoes. Do you remember those? Um, this is oversized as well. The color is, what do you call this? I don't know. Color from this garment is obtained from the nat from natural earth pigments and elements. Cool. Stucco is what they're calling this one. Very heavy weight. And then we've got some sweatpants to go with this. Everything is going to be super baggy. This is like this is super comfy stuff on the inside. It's got some. I got a back pocket, some side pockets. Relaxed, oversized, trek gray for these pants. Hmm. The clothes are heavy. But I think that's going to be really good for sitting on the couch and napping. Because um, I don't know where I, I mean, where, I mean, I suppose you could wear these two somewhere, but I don't know where I'm going I, right now anyway. And then we got a, the same pants in another color. So we'll have to check this out. Nice. Cool. All right. I've been seeing some um, people with with the Float Ride 3. Um, and I'm interested in checking those out too. I was hoping that they'd be in this box, but I had a feeling it would just be closed. But these are going to be, I'm looking forward most to that hooded sweatshirt. I think it's going to be nice. Krista <laughs> says it would be better if that was a mini air fryer. See, I'm, I'm, I don't like the mini air fryers. I just feel like they're too small. I think that would be too frustrating. Even my air fryer, which I think is one of the biggest air fryers on the market, I think that one, um, it doesn't fit more than like two small, like a Happy Joe size slices of pizza. Like any of like the pizzas that I like to eat, like in more like a New York style slice, you're only going to get one in there at a time. So I don't know. Martha says, Mike, you need to learn how to use a compass when you get lost on runs. I mean, I, that's, what the phone, that's what the phone is for. I don't know how to use a compass. Like, I really don't. Um, I mean, I guess I could figure it out. Because I know which way is north, because I know where the lake is. And I can look at this and maybe figure out how, how to use it. But, like, 
if I didn't have a set of bearings, uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I, I could. Tony Bowen says, "Follow the arrow." I know all about compasses. Okay. Follow the, but then I would only go north, right? I, I don't, I'm not sure. Um, one of the guys that works for me, he uh, or he used to work for me. He was one of my students, and then he worked for me until he went to um, uh, JAG school, or what is it, officer school, officer boot camp. And he was telling me about something that he had to do where he didn't, like, pass the first time because he got lost. And basically what they would do is they would put him in the back of a truck, and then um, he so he wouldn't, you know, a truck where, you know, no windows, and uh, they would just drop him off somewhere. And then he'd have to find his way back, navigate his way back, figure out where he was and navigate his way back with a pack on running in a certain amount of time. And he's like, I would have made it, except I made a wrong turn. I, I didn't navigate properly. And I was like, oh, that part's fun. The rest of it, you know, like being an officer and stuff, I wouldn't be so interested in. But like that actually sounds like kind of like fun. I mean, I would get lost every time, but I mean, that sounds like a fun activity. Um. <laughs> Kai says, "Can you please do a man bun and become a samurai?" I can't. It has to. My hair has to be wet in a little bit. I think like in a couple, like in a month, maybe, I'll be able to just do it regular, like all the time. Um, but like, uh, sometimes I can do the man bun up here, but then the hairs back here fall down, and then sometimes I do like the lower man bun, and but then all the hairs up front fall out. So I just need a little bit. A little bit longer. Matt's here. What's going on, Matt? He said, you made it home. Yes, I did. I did make it home. Um, <laughs> Luke says, if you have a smaller air fryer, it means more time to ask yourself, do I need to eat another pizza piece? Yeah, but, I mean, that's the problem. Because then you might not eat as many pizza pieces. I guess that's good, too. But, you know, I, I want, you know, I need the instant gratification. That's why the microwave is still a good option. Even though it makes a inferior pizza slice, you know. All right, Tom Anderson says, "Hey, Mike, glad to see you're back in Chicago. Just wondering if you could suggest some shoes for half marathon or more that are around 140 to 180 dollars. I would say the Endorphin Speed is one that I would look at. Uh, Boston Nine, SL20, Hyperion Tempo. Those are the, some of the ones that I would look at. Um, but Endorphin Speed is probably the first one that I would look at." Um, how much? How much is the Meta Racer? Meta Racer is more expensive than that, isn't it? I think it is. And astronomical one says, "How to stay focused when the run gets long and boring?" I'm in the middle of my couch to 5K week two. One of the things that I tried to do was kind of run meditate, and it works really well if you're on something. I mean, usually the times when I need kind of some help is when the scenery is really like static. So like if it's like a long straight and like the horizon doesn't change very much, it can get really boring because it just feels like you run and you run and you run, but you haven't got anywhere. If you're running like down city streets, like, you know, I just passed another block, just passed another block. Or if you're on a trail, there's turns and hills and all that kind of stuff. Um, but when you got that big wide expanse, that's when it gets hard. So what I like to do in that situation is I like to focus on something really far in the distance Focus on it and then like defocus your eyes. So you're still seeing, but just like not looking kind of like 3d magic eye and just keep running, focus on your breathing and, um, just kind of like trying not to like not look ahead and just think about the just breaths, paces or, or nothing, or try to just like eliminate thoughts and kind of meditate. That's one of the things that I do on my really long runs. And then before you know it, Oh, that tree it's here now. I'm right in front of it. Then you pick another one that's even further ahead. So that's that's kind of one of the things that I like to do. Um, all right. Um, yeah, CP76 says running cross-eyed. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, and Mark says, it was so weird uh, and boring not to have the live stream for a few days. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. But we're back now. We're here. Um, Ed says, Hoka Torrent 2 versus the Peg Trail 2 for hybrid and road trail running. Um, I'd say I like the, I mean, it depends on how much of each. Um, if there's a lot more road, I think I would lean towards the Torrent. Um, 
if it's a lot more trail trail, I would go towards the torrent too. It's weird how it does that. But on dirt roads, the peg trail I think is better. But it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Um, but I would say overall, I'd probably give it to the torrent over the peg trail just because it seems to fit my foot a little bit better. There's a little bit more space in the forefoot. So I like that. It's a little bit more comfortable. The grip on the outsole is still really nice and, and uh, like claw-like without being too, it's not hard, stiff rubber. So I really like that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. The Peg Trail 2 might be better on ro like paved surfaces than the Torrent. But overall, I think I'd probably give it to the Torrent. That's where I'm at on that one. If the I just wish the torrent came in Gore-Tex. I mean, I ran in all that snow, and I with Gore-Tex, without Gore-Tex, I was pretty I was fine either way, because it was. I mean, some days it was pretty wet snow, but I never had like slush. I was not like I didn't fall in the creek over there, so I didn't really have a tremendous amount of water to deal with. Here in Chicago, I think I'll deal with a lot more like frozen temperature water, so I think the Gore-Tex will be more important. But, you know, um, I do kind of wish that, like, the Torrent got the Gore-Tex treatment. I'd rather have the Torrent in Gore-Tex than the Challenger in Gore-Tex. But I can see why they did the Challenger. Mm. Astronomical one says, what quality issues do you have with ASICs? Because I mostly see New Balance reviews on the page. I don't have any quality issues with ASICs. Uh, in fact, I think I have like the opposite of quality. There's too much quality. Or by quality, I mean durability. I think that a lot of times they're overbuilt um, for, for what I like in a shoe. I would gladly take off like a couple hundred miles of longevity in that shoe for something that is a little bit more enjoyable to run in. Now, there's some ASIC shoes that I absolutely love just how, how they are. Evil Ride, Meta Racer, great shoes. Nova Blast is good. But even the Nova Blast, I felt like they went crazy on the upper. I wish that it was like a more streamed down upper on it. Because um, can you imagine if you had like, a, like not, I don't like ASICs knit, but like if you had like a good knit upper, or like the, I mean, basically make it like the Peg Turbo, like the the Turbo 2, if you put that upper on the Nova Blast midsole, that'd be great. I would love that. But a lot of their shoes just have way too much rubber on the outsole, and it makes it very stiff. And we were just talking about, you know, like how a trail shoe feels on the road versus paved surfaces. When the rubber gets too thick or too dense, it could be one or the two or both, usually it's both at the same time, it makes it last a really long time, but it makes it a lot less pleasant to run on. So, yeah. Um, all right. Where's Cooper Davis? Where'd it go? Sorry. Thanks for everybody for letting me know. All right. Here we go. Cooper Davis just PR'd his 5K from 2547. Sorry. I'm trying to pull up my sound effect. Uh, from 2547 to 2255 in the tempos. Thanks for the recommendation. Awesome, Cooper. Great work. Let's get that cowbell going. There it is. Awesome. Good job, Cooper. That's quite an improvement. Mm. Yeah. What's that? Three minutes. Oh, just about three minutes. Vegan Runner says, have you tried waterproof socks rather than Gore-Tex? Interested to give some seal skins a try. I have. Here's the problem that I have with waterproof socks. I love the idea of waterproof socks, and I'd rather, like, I would love if I could just do that rather than have like winter running shoes, especially when it comes to like speed training. So like the shoes that are like super breathable and nice and airy for the summer. If I could then also, if I'm doing a winter workout, have that same shoe, that'd be great. But the waterproof socks that I have, maybe it's just the ones that I bought, they're super thick and they're really buying the foot in. And so even if you're in a shoe that has enough space for a very, like think, imagine the thickest sock that you've had and put two of them on, that's what, the waterproof socks that I have are like. Um, even if you could deal with the thickness inside the extra volume inside your foot, in, inside your shoe, even when I'm just putting those socks on, I feel like it makes, it's really clamping down on my toes. Even I've done like a bigger size and it's just the, the way that they're just tight, they just always feel super tight. And so um, I would, I, I really want waterproof socks to work for me, um, but I just haven't, they're okay. I think I need to do a little bit more testing. And with the lake now, 
coming back into play, it's definitely something I could do a lot more testing of just because, you know, there's still, you know, the lake and the waves are still splashing up. I don't think it's quite frozen over yet. So there'll be more opportunities for that for sure. Um, but, you know, even, even Gore-Tex, I think most people probably don't need it, but um, I'm going to be needing it soon. So I'm looking forward to getting back into those, more of those experiments. Sean says, we back in Chicago now. Yeah, we're back now. So I've got all the kids' drawings back up on the walls. Well, they've always been here. They've been here for the whole time. Some of them, like this one over here, fell down. So there's, see how there's a spot right there? I just think over the time, like the, the masking tape that we use to put up the kids' pictures have fallen off. But the kids have made so much other art while they were at Grandma's house. There's plenty to put back up there. Oh, Ryan Clayton says, I've heard about good things about Mines of Spain. Ultras are figuring out how to do races safely, too, since most of them have less runners. I pace crew any time. All right, I'm going to take you up on that, Ryan. Maybe we'll have to plan, maybe we'll plan for Mines of Spain. Or if you're going to, I mean, if you're going to run it, if you're running it, too, I mean, that'd be fun as well. So we'll have to figure something out. And, uh, or, I mean, if there's some events, I'll, I'll see if there's any, like, in Indiana or somewhere in the area. We'll have to see. I mean, it depends on how they are on the calendar and all that, so... We'll, we'll have to see how it goes, but we'll, we'll have to talk for sure and see if we can get together for a race. Um, Angry Barrow says, best running shoe released in 2020. Uh, I would say the Endorphin Speed is probably the best one. Um, I'd say the fastest distance, distance road shoe or just road shoe is probably the Adios Pro. Um, I think the best marathon shoe is probably the Alpha Fly. Those are kind of like the way I'm thinking of it. Uh, Frank says, did you look at the shoes that were delivered to Chicago yet? No, I haven't seen them yet. They actually didn't get delivered to Chicago. They just arrived in Iowa today. So they're going to get sent to me next week, Frank. And Ryan Clayton's in, so he said, let's do it. Awesome. Cool. All right. And... Um Man, Matt Legrand, is, he's up for it too. We'd love to see a video collab. Awesome. I'll film and hold your beer or something. Yeah, that'll be fun. I mean, we got, I mean, once we can start getting together, guys, it's on. I feel like we got to do it. We got to have, we're going to have a lot of fun. Um, Steve says, I saw plastic rubber waterproof covers for shoes on a 4 runs community post from Wish, I think. It looked really weird. Um, I've seen stuff, stuff like that here. I've seen them at the courthouse. So what, um, and I joke because it's usually the older dudes from the suburbs uh, tend to have them uh, that ride the, like, the commuter trains in. And they're basically just rubber shoes. If you took them off, they would kind of look like, like half-finished rubber shoes made out of rubber. And they go over your dress shoes so that way your dress shoes don't get all messed up. I've seen those before. Um, I don't know if they make them for like running shoes. That'd be weird. I mean, I guess it would make sense. Just kind of like... Think of it like a shoe a shoe cover, like when you're at the hospital, like those kind of like shoe covers, but make it with like a winter or like a rubber a rubber material, I guess maybe. And uh, Derek says, did the doorman still remember you at the place? It's a different door guy now. I mean, we don't have a our door our building doesn't do 24 hour. It's, it's at it's in the evenings and on the weekends that we have a door guy for security purposes, and um, it's a new guy. Um, so our building has a really bad habit of just burning through security people. I don't, I don't know what we're doing. But, you know, I bet you end up seeing, like, the same person for, like, 90 days in a row. And you're like, how does this person have a life now? Because he's only here at night. I see them, like, when I walk the dog at night. And then I see them in the morning, like, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning when I go for a run. And I'm like, how are you living? But, um, but yeah. But now it's a new person. He was really nice. He helped me. Like open the doors and stuff for me when I came in. I normally don't expect that from like a security guy, but he was nice. All right, um, let's do one more. Oh, Derek says the shoe covers are called Aqua Alta in Italy. There's always such a pretty Italian name for everything, even something like rubber shoe covers. <laughs> That's what we would call them here. <laughs> but in Italy, they're called Aqua Alta. That sounds nice. Uh, Colin Heron says, what's your preference? Alpha fly or an X percent? I think I like the alpha fly more. 
The next percent, I think if I were running a half marathon, that's what Seth picked for his, I think, right? Um, then I would like the next percent more. But at that point, I'm like, I think I want to run in the Adios Pro. So, like, the next percent is great, but, like, I think I like the Alpha Fly a little bit more just because it's a little bit, I think, like, the speed on it, they took a little bit off the speed and had a little bit more in comfort, you know, as far as a ratio goes. And so I feel like it makes it really nice for marathon running. Um, all right. And uh, let's do one more. Um, oh, Rain Runner's here. Good to see you. And um, there was a question that I wanted to get to. Sorry. Um, we'll do this one first. Um, Jerry Lee says, does the Pectra 2 Gore-Tex Gator fit snug on the ankles or do they run loose? It's a little bit loose. I wanted them to be a little bit tighter. Um, you're getting definitely more protection than like if you just had like a regular shoe, like the regular ankle, you know. But um, it's not like as snug as a sock. So I was hoping it would be more like that, but it's not quite like that. I think if it were the same material, just a little bit like an inch longer or half an inch longer, you might get more of that, but not not quite. Um, and Chase the Summit wants to get on this too. I mean, we should figure something out. We should like look at the calendar and see what's going on. All right. Um, all right, we'll do this last one and then we'll get going for the, the day because I want to go for a run before it gets too dark. Oh, it's already getting dark. I got to hurry up. Greg says, need a new GPS watch, especially for heart rate accuracy. Using Garmin with chest strap, but tired of wonky results. Recommendation. Um, my recommendation was, if you're getting weird results from a chest strap, uh, especially given that it's wintertime, I'm assuming you're in the Northern Hemisphere. If, if you're not, let me know. But um, rather than getting a new watch, I would um, get some, uh, I think they're called electrode gel. Um, and it's on Amazon. You get... I don't know. They don't sell like one reasonably sized bottle. They only sell like two, like I'm opening up like a, uh, like an OB office, um, size bottles of it on Amazon, but it's only like nine or 10 bucks, maybe 12 bucks. You get giant tubes of it, but you squirt that on there instead of like licking it or getting your, your electrodes wet. And then in the winter time, I get a really good signal. I'm not a huge fan of that cause it's cold and it tends to stay cold for a while. So I like an armband. So if you're worried about the crazy heart rate results, um, the watch is just a catcher or a display uh, of the data. The, the wonky results are likely going to be, I mean, I guess there could be a situation where there's some miscommunication between the two and it's losing data. But I think mostly it's going to be because either your chest strap's not like positioned properly or not getting a good conduction. Um, or maybe you need a, an armband. So I like to use an armband in the winter because then I don't need gel and it just like sticks. You just, you know, get it tight and snug on a meaty part of the arm and you get a good reading or the chest strap. And that's what I would use. All right. Okay. I think we're, that's a good place to leave it for today, guys. Thanks everybody for tuning in. I don't know if this is going to be the setup every day. I'm going to keep playing around with it, but, um, you know, we're in the smaller space now, so I got to pack down everything and then unpack it every day. So it'll look a little bit different every day, I guess. But we'll see what I end up liking. But it was good to see you guys again. Hope you guys are doing well. I'm going to go for my first run in Chicago in a long time. And uh, that's what the video is going to be about tomorrow. And then we'll do another live stream, same time, 3 p.m. Central Time, right here on YouTube. Hope, right here on YouTube. Hopefully, I'll see you then. In the meantime, be safe out there, everybody.